Welcome, everybody. This is the first podcast of Fuel Stop Chats with Chris and James, James and Chris, however you want to say it. So I'm James Matrishano. This is Chris. Say hi. Hey, everybody. Yeah, they're, you're waving. I don't think they can see you. So Chris is waving at the camera. So uh, we're, we're just a couple guys that like to ride motorcycles. By no means are we professionals or any aspect of the motorcycling realm. Uh, we're just very passionate about going out and having a good time with the right people on the right routes, just you know, making a day, two days, a week, whatever it is, just a, a great time. And we're brought to you by uh, Ride History. Uh, Chris, you know a little bit about uh, Ride History. You want to tell the people? Sure. It's a, we, it's a touring company founded by passionate motorcyclists that love American history. And I mean all kinds of American history, music history, revolutionary war history, civil war history, locomotives, airplanes, you name it. And um, it's just a great way for people to, you know, relieve themselves of the you know, the booking of the hotels and the planning of the routes and trying to find the food places. Uh, we're not in it to make a million bucks. We're just in it to put people together on great rides and uh, provide some really cool lectures about, you know, different facets of American history. And uh, you can visit us at ridehistory.com. We're also brought to you by the 10 millimeter socket. That's always needed and never found. Find yours today. I should probably take a moment and talk about what exactly this podcast is. Well, it's a podcast about motorcycles, but it's also a podcast about motorcycle times. What I mean by that is the time you have on the trip, the scenery that you see, the moments you enjoy, and the people that you meet. It will be about the places that you eat, the music that you hear, good or bad weather you enjoyed all those different things in. There's no script on this podcast. There's no playlist or checklist. Sometimes it will be me and Chris. Other times, hopefully, there will be invited guests. This show is hopefully going to be as fluid as when you stop to fill up for gas, and while you are filling up, that one guy walks over, looks at your bike, and says, Nice bike. You know, when I was younger. Or, Nice riding day. I wish I was on mine. You know... Uh, funny, last time I was up in North Carolina, I stopped at a gas station in Blue Ridge. And this guy gets out of this big old rider truck and says, Hey, man, I saw you like five days ago in traffic in downtown Atlanta. I said, You sure it was me? He said, Yeah, I ain't ever seen a safety cone orange BMW before. Love all those stickers on the back. Turns out I became 30 minutes of enjoyment for him and his son as they counted all the different state stickers I had on my hard cases. And it got him to talking about the different places he had rode when he was younger with his son. So that's what this podcast is going to try to be. A platform for motorcycle conversations. Nothing technical or gear headish, Just motorcycle conversations. You know, fuel stop chats. And if you have a suggestion for a fuel stop chat, send it over on Twitter. So, Chris, if I was to ask you what your top three routes are, what would you say? I don't know, man. I, you know, I'll, I'll tell you what three of my top are. I don't know if I can tell you one, two, or three. I absolutely loved going over Beartooth Pass. It, there's, there was, it, was a, it was an event, you know, where you leave Cody, Wyoming. You stayed the night at the Irma Hotel. You had a steak at the bar that, that Buffalo Bill Cody built for his, you know, named after his daughter Irma. 
you get up early in the morning, you go up to co- to uh, to Red Lodge, and uh, you know we got there early enough where we were still it was still coffee time, and found this incredible coffee spot to have coffee and a sandwich, and took off and, and started riding along the river. You can see the mountain in a distance, but it just it still looks so far away. And then you get close enough to start seeing the switchbacks going up the mountain. And it becomes evident that <laughs> this is this is going to be fun, uh, you know. So, what do I like about the the elevation? You know, I like the technical aspect. I loved being, uh, you know, dead of July and seeing snow on top of the mountain. Yeah, you know, the exactly. wind was the wind was blowing like fifty and gusting. You know, and uh, made it coming down the other side a little interesting. But uh, and and you know the clothing changes going up, but just the sheer vastness and and uh, the epic scenery and altitude and everything makes that one of my favorites. Plus, I mean, we ended up at Yellow. You know, you, the other end of that is Yellowstone, which yep. is epic if you haven't been. And yep. uh, I know you have. Ways. Yeah, have you ridden it both ways? Because I've gone from Wyoming into Montana and Montana into Wyoming. I have my preference, which is Montana into Wyoming. That's just me. I like coming down, but I, I like your perspective of being able to see the the mountains in front of you and the switchbacks coming up. You know, do you have a pre- have you ridden both ways on that? No, because uh, when we came back, well, we went on the way out to California, and on the way back, we hit the bottom half of Yellowstone and came back in to visit some friends. And uh, that Jackson Lake departure out that southeast corner is just, it's pretty phenomenal too. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so that's that's one of my top, uh, you know, the other one that always comes to mind and will always hold a special spot for me is, is uh, you know, riding from Torrey, Utah to Bryce Canyon. And, and I've ridden it both directions on 12. And, and I always challenge myself to find a better route than that, where you've got rolling grasslands, you've got these beautiful aspen forests, you've got elevation you've got you know the canyons down you know through the rocks you've got the uh the tight twisties and and uh just everything that you'd want scenery wise you know road wise uh, it's just just an incredible ride and and then uh, great coffee uh you got the great coffee shop that you put me on put me on uh i i kick myself for not stopping at the uh kava coffee which is on that route, which is you go, you climb down into the Kava and you can have coffee down there. Uh, my wife still reminds me of that one too, that we should have <laughs> gone there. But um, yeah, we rode that. We stopped in Escalante, uh, me, Ty, and our wives, and we stayed in Escalante for the night, which was great because the stars, yeah. to see the Milky Way from that location, if you ever ride in that and you can stop, there's a, a little place in Escalante. They've got little, uh, little cabins that you can rent. Great pizza, uh, great people, but stay up at night. The, the light um, exposure is next to nothing. And you can just look up and see the stars. It's like being in the desert, but higher up. So yeah, definitely. Uh, I, those are my top two as well. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I guess, uh, you know, I've ridden most of it with you, but, uh, some of it up North without you. Uh, but the PCH from Mexico to, to Canada, you know, that has to be a long, that's, that's one of the top three anyway, both from a scenery technical 
uh, and uh, and access to some you know just most amazing food spots. You know, you've got Monterey along the way. You've got San Francisco along the way. I mean, just you know, you've got the the, the big trees up north in Humboldt yeah, that's, County. That's that's more of a trip than a route. I mean, that's a three four day adventure if you want to do the whole thing from yeah from uh, Washington State on down. You know, you could spend a day just in Oregon stopping and taking pictures and yeah you know, there's and if you ever get a chance there's a a great little state park uh in oregon near the california border I, name escapes me i'd stay stop there on my alaska trip but you park right there you get a little camping spot it's right on the other side of the of the the beach you know i walk through and there's these huge driftwoods and i'm looking at these logs that had to be circumference 15 feet around of these, you know, old, old logs, almost petrified. And I'm looking at the ocean and the ocean's a good 300 yards away. And I'm thinking to myself, how much of a high tide was it to push these logs all the way up here? But uh, yeah, the scenery is just incredible uh, through that whole thing. I, I love riding Big Sur as well. Yeah. Big Sur central coast is, is, you know, that's my favorite, no doubt about it. But when you get up to, uh, you know, that Eureka and then Redwood, you know, the national forest or the state forest up through there. Sure. And then um, the Christie Field State Recreation Site, where you go, you know, right along the ocean and uh, in Oregon, right there at the Oregon-California border. Okay. Really, really cool. And then, you know, you get on up north, you get, a, you know, natural bridges and and on and on and on. So, yeah, you know, another favorite route of mine, and I, I turned you on to it this last time we were camping in North Carolina, was uh, the back of the Dragon. You know, that's become one of my that favorites. Was, I mean, it's it's within striking fun. distance, you know, for me in a day uh, to make a day trip out of it. And um, and Route 33 from Harrisonburg to Seneca Rocks, you know, that's a that's another epic piece of road. So I'd yeah, say those are my top us. three, though, James. I You know, I – uh, like I said, I don't know. It depends on the day and, you know, the company, the ride, the whatever. But sure. uh, Beartooth Pass, PCH, and then ultimately, you know, that, that Route 12 up in Utah from, from Bryce Canyon over to Torrey, man. That's just epic. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, when I look at my top three, of course, you know, Beartooth is in there, 12 is in there. But uh, I wanted to try to mix it up a little bit and give some some different routes for the the, the listeners and even though it's part of the PCH uh, US one down in Mexico in Baja, when we rode, uh, we took five around on the, the Enduros and we brought it back up. I wasn't expecting the, the mountainous high points on that route when we came up and the twisties that were on that were just incredible. There wasn't a lot of traffic down in that. And we were talking about maybe about, uh, 30% of the way down from the California border down to the bottom of Mexico uh, or the Baja. You know, I can't remember the names of the towns that were through there and I probably couldn't pronounce them anyway without sounding like a true white boy. So the, but the, 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 the roads were just insanely clean and fun. Um, so, uh, and I put some pictures up on our Instagram. Our Instagram is at fuel stop chats. Uh, we have a Twitter as well at Fuel Stop Chats. Feel free to hit us up on there. But uh, 
everything from that, you know, that PCH as it turns into the one, you know, make it through the Mexico border as quickly as you can and get away from the cities. But uh, it's just great riding down there. I think the one route that we don't share was when I went up to Alaska and I rode up to Hyder, uh, U.S. or not U.S., but uh, Canadian 37 out of Kittiwaka up to Hyder. When you're riding through there, there's nobody on the roads. There, there isn't too many destinations coming out of there or, you know, going to or coming from. But the mountains are some of the biggest mountains I've ever seen. And you're riding through this valley and the waterfalls that are coming off the tops of these things are everywhere. And they're so far away because they're so high up. They just, it, it doesn't look real. It looks like something out of a futuristic movie from another world. It was just incredible. And then you have all the glaciers. And then as you get closer to Hyder, all of those glaciers are building up in the streams and the white waters. And it's just rushing through, you know, depending on what time of year you ride. Of course, uh, I was probably in the August. I think it was August when I rode through there. So the, the salmon were spawning, the bear were out. There's bear on the side of the road. They don't care that you're riding a motorcycle. They're there trying to pick berries and, and fatten up for the for the winter. So it, just an awesome ride going up and coming back. I enjoyed going south to north more than I did north to south. And I think it's only because it was the first time I was experiencing it. So it was more jaw dropping for me. So that, that would be, I guess, my number two. Well, we're going to get we're going to get to further down the list. I mean, we're not gonna we're not gonna cut it off at just three, are we? No. Well, I mean, we'll get down there, but I think that uh, one of the rides that I shared with you, and it's going into the Pacific Coast Highway, is uh, out of Fort Hunter Liggett. Oh, and, that was epic. Yeah, when we rode out of Fort Hunter Liggett, took the was it U.S. Forest Highway twenty two S zero one. The way that it ran through the the open pastures. And then it started getting into those big, huge oak trees that were taking over the roads. I mean, they're, they're coming up on the, the, the pavement. The, the pavement was a little rough in there. Uh, there <laughs> a was, little? Yeah, a little. It was, was a goat trail, dude. Yeah. I remember Hauser, Hauser was going around these sweepers. And he was flying and he's like, dude, you need to pick up the pace. And I'm like, bro, I, I'm trying to stay on my side <laughs> of the road because there's nothing but blind curves. And no sooner than we get back on the bikes after a break, Oh, we yeah, come that our, station wagon. This <laughs> massive station wagon. I'm like, I didn't even know they made those things anymore. And Hauser, that the next stop says to me, dude, I get, I get it. I get it. I, he said, I almost T-boned this car. Yeah, but before we even got to that point, we were going through that like forest area where there was just a shit ton of squirrels everywhere and uh, a lot of deer deer um, in the area so it, it was just you know keeping an eye out for that there was a a lot of heads up riding when we came around that last corner and we have that epic picture and it's up on the instagram if you guys want to take a look at it the, the Pacific, that was one of the beautiful most beautiful sunsets i ever seen in my life yeah the sun is just about to touch the pacific ocean it's off in the distance and you just have the the winding road going down below you with these valleys and these peaks if you see the picture that is without a filter that was right. just stopping straight up cell phone taking that picture and then also knowing shit we better get off this road before that sun gets down i will say this for the riders if you ever decide to ride that road watch for rock if you ride it uh, shoot for the afternoon 
it gives the forest rangers times to get out there and clear the rock i've driven that road in the morning and there is a, a shit ton of rock that falls down off of the the, the cliffs there so uh if you're riding in the morning rider beware would love to hear your guys's you know top three top four top five you know shared experiences if you've ridden those routes hit us up on twitter hit us up um well yeah just on twitter just throw us something so what i want to do real quick is just sort of close this out with a a quick little story and chris doesn't know what story i'm about to hit him up on it's one of my favorites and uh it's always been a crowd favorite around the campfire sitting or at the the gas station last time i heard the story was at the gas station with me you and ty right before we were about to hit the back of the dragon in West Virginia. And it's a little story about your dad making you buy a face shield. <laughs> oh, dude. That's, uh, that's one of my, it's, it's, it's a true, it's a true story. I'm about to tell you. Oh, so, go for it. So real quick, before I get off of it, Monterey County route 4,004 coming out of the back of Fort Hunter Leggett. You, you got to find it. You got to yes. do it. Yes. That's the one. It's the Nascimento Ferguson Road, also known as Monterey County Route 4004. Man, dude, that that was a blast. The Humpty Humps, yep. the, the narrow road, everything. you it know, you had farms, <laughs> trucks to dodge, big station wagons to dodge, uh, the Scooby-Doo mobile that was camped out on the side yep. of the road. Just a, it's a fun piece of road. Yeah, so the story that James is asking me about, I was in the I was in the army. I had just purchased a uh, Yamaha 650 special. You know, at 20, uh, let's see how old was I? Yeah, 20. At 20, you know, you're bulletproof. And a 650 nowadays, people would laugh. You ride a 650 across country? Hell yes. Back then, no fairing, no windshield, no nothing, man. Just naked bike, drop yeah. handlebars, yeah. and go for it. And, I was uh, that young once. Yeah, me too. A long time ago. So, Dad. Dad's asking me about this trip and, you know, you know, you got to get to get down there by such and such a date and, you know, your leave's going to be over. You don't want, you sure you don't want to take a bus or you're guaranteed to get there. You don't want to be AWOL, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dad, it's going to be great. It's going to be fine. I'll take this trip down there. Piece of cake. I'll get to cruise, get the wind in my face before I get some sergeant in my face yelling at me and uh, it'll be great. And he says, uh, Hey, you know that that mirrored visor on your helmet? He said, what do you do when it gets dark? And I was like, what are you talking about? And he goes, what do you do when it gets dark? How do you see out of that thing? I said, well, Dad, I'm not 100. You know, I can see great. And uh, he goes, you should buy a clear windshield uh, visor there thingy for your helmet so you can change it out. In case it gets dark, it'd be safe. Uh And he nags me for the entire last week of my vacation to go buy this clear visor for my helmet. So finally, I break down and I do. And I stuffed that thing in my backpack because there's no saddlebags. There's no nothing. It's me and my backpack and, you know, 800 miles to go. And so, uh, so I take off and I South in Missouri, cross over into Illinois, come out around Paducah, Kentucky, start heading South and uh, (laughs) going through the Smoky Mountains, man, just loving the scenery. Absolutely perfect time of day. Beautiful weather get to the apex of the mountains and start heading down the other side. And I'm just enjoying these big sweepers, you know, and, and I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm hauling, I'm cruising and I get down to the bottom and it starts to flatten out and you got this nice big 
uh, river bend and lake kind of wraps around. And I see this monster raven. I'm not talking about a blackbird now. I'm talking about a crow. I'm talking about a big freaking bird. Turkey bird. And this, this thing is, this thing's cruising and he, and you could see him like he'd idle, just have his wings out, catching the wind. And he's just kind of not flapping, you know, and you could see him get the risers and the heat changes. And I'm really admiring this bird thinking, man, he's feeling as free as I am. And all of a sudden <laughs> my mind processed back from my old football days, what a pursuit angle is. Like if he's going this fast and I go this fast and I take this angle, I can cut him off. We'll intersect just at the right time. And about the time that thought goes through my brain, boom, this bird hits me right in the face shield. I'm telling you, man, I thought it broke my neck. My head snapped back, bikes wobbling everywhere. I finally get the bike under control and I pull it off to the side of the road. And I'm just thanking God I'm in one piece. I didn't trash the bike. Next thought that occurs to me is I'm going to get run over. And I, I, you know, so I'm sitting on his shoulder and I move over as far right as I can. And I'm just trying to collect myself. And, yeah. and this, this visor's cracked. There's bird poop splattered all over the front of it and feathers oh. stuck in places. And it was, you know, and I hear this, I hear this truck and then, and then it, I hear silence. I'm like, well, that's kind of odd, but I'm still kind of trying to compose myself. And I hear this faint, hey, are you okay? So I'm like, I look around best I could crane my neck around there. And I see this tractor trailer behind me had stopped. He got his flashers on and he's standing on the, the running board door kind of half open, hollering through the door. And I'm like, I give him the thumbs up. Yep. You know, and a couple seconds goes by and he's like, Hey, a little bit louder this time. You all right. I'm like, yep. I wave full on thumbs up, you know, a couple seconds goes by. Hey, a little bit louder. Are you all right? I'm like, man, is this guy like, I don't know. Can't see what the death, you know? So then now I'm getting off the bike. I shut the bike off. I'm taking my helmet off and I, and this guy's walking toward me. Hey, you all right, buddy. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, man, I'm good. You know, he goes, boy, I'm glad. Cause he said, I didn't want to laugh till I found out you was all right. But that's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he goes, man, he goes, dude, it was like watching a, a it was like watching a cartoon. He said, I saw the bird. I saw the bike. I saw feathers fly everywhere. The bird is flapping and floundering. Chihuahua, boom, hits the ground. I think you killed the bird. And I'm like, well, I hope so, because it's so deserves it. And he goes, man, he's still laughing hysterically at me. He takes a big old spit of tobacco. <laughs> he goes, well, you take a minute to compose yourself. Ain't nobody going to get to you with my, four, you know, my 18-wheeler blocking you here. And uh, so he asked me where I'm going. We had a lot of, you know, 30 minute conversation about riding and, you know, traveling across the country. And and uh, he said, you sure you're good to go? And I said, yeah, I'm actually good to go. So he pulls off and I'm sitting there with this busted visor on my helmet thinking, boy, that's going to stink riding down through here with no goggles, no fairing, no visor, no. Well, hold on a minute. I do have an extra visor in my backpack. See? Yeah. So let me put that extra clear visor. I chucked that broken piece off the two pieces off to the side of the road. I'm sorry about littering. Uh, it was, it was not me and it wasn't highway 24. It was the seventies. It wasn't 1980. It was <laughs> so, the seventies. Yeah. But he did it. So anyway, I, um, 
I put that clear visor on. I, I, I made it to Fort Gordon. I get signed in off of leave. I'll, no, no AWOL, no problem, you know? And, and everybody asked me like, well, how long did it take you to tell your dad, thanks for making you buy that visor? And I said, well, yeah, that's a funny story. <laughs> um, somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 years later, uh, I was at the deer cabin and we were talking about motorcycle trips and places I've been and rides I've been on. And, and my dad said, uh, yeah, he said, I'll never forget that trip. You was going to take off on that little 650 going down to Fort Gordon, Georgia. And I was like, dad, a 650 back in the day, wasn't that small a bike. And, uh, he goes, yeah, yeah. I hounded him for a week to buy a clear visor and without thinking and possibly a little bit of his homemade, uh, cough syrup in me. I can, I, I said, you know what? I thank God I bought that visor because I hit this crow and broke the visor. And then, I, and he, whoa, 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 what did you say? <laughs> and it really, I, I was like, he goes, you yes. mean 30 years you waited to say thank you for making me buy that visor, dad? <laughs> yes, dad. 30 years went by and this is exactly why I waited. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's a great story. Epic road trip. I think that's our time. We need to wrap it up. This has been great. I'm looking forward to doing this some more. Yeah, we'll schedule the next fuel stop and have another chat. Sounds like a plan. We'll talk to you soon, Chris. Ride her out. (laughs) Ha ha ha!